Hey, Magic fans, Dante Marcatelli here from the Orlando Magic in Fox Sports, Florida. You're listening to the Penny for Your Thoughts podcast from the guys at Orlando Magic UK. Now it's over to Paul, Garen, and Mikey. Go Magic! In order for the magic to work, you have to truly believe in the magic. Hey, Magic fans, and welcome to Penny for Your Thoughts, the podcast of the Orlando Magic UK. This is our second podcast of this week. Um, we've got a lot to talk about, including a bit about Summer League and a look at uh, the team in depth and the rotations. I'm Paul, your host for tonight, and as always, I'm joined by my brothers in optimism, Mikey and Garant. G, how are you doing, mate? Very good, thank you, mate. I like that, brothers in optimism. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the best way of describing the life of a Magic fan, and, and particularly any, any sports fan at this point of the season. You always start off with that. We're going to do all Absolutely. right this year. Yeah, so, yeah. definitely. Good man, good man. And uh, Mikey, you well, bud? Being a Liverpool fan, we sold ourselves out for 30 years. We're going to win it this year. This is our year. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you've got to be right at one point, isn't it? What, two seasons ago you were? Yeah, this year we'll be right. We'll be contenders again this season. Uh, I think Man City might have something to say about that. We'll see. We'll see. Once they get the checkbook out again. They got to get past the man mountain at the back. He's back, isn't he, for you? He's back for you. Anyway, enough about the, uh, the football and uh, on to the magic. Um, we've got quite a bit to talk about and we didn't get a chance to do any news roundup previously. So this one kind of covers from the start of free agency. So there's quite a bit to blast through. So let's dive in. Um, coaching staff, we've announced that that is now completed. Um, we have taken on Nate Tibbetts, Jesse Mermis, Dale Osborne, Brett yeah. Brett Brielmeyer and Lionel Chalmers all have a reputation of player development and have got extensive NBA experience. We've officially signed Jalen Suggs and Frank, Franz Wagner. I keep saying Frank. It's the autocorrect. They put in Frank every time on my nose. We'll call him Frank, sorry. Doesn't matter how many times I've changed it. Franz. Franz Wagner. So and it was always going to be... There's always going to be a tongue twister there in the assistant coaches for you there, Paul, wasn't there? Mate, uh, do you know what? I've actually looked. I've found videos of them both pronouncing their names, so that is actually <laughs> how you pronounce them. I have been on YouTube deliberately. Miss uh, Jesse Mermis and Brett Brielmeyer. I've actually been and looked. So I wasn't Nicely going to get caught done. out as usual. Nice. Uh, we've also re-signed Mo Wagner on a two-year deal. Uh, we've waived Dwayne Bacon, who has now signed to the Knicks. Uh, Ignis Brazdaikis, we've uh, signed him to a two-way deal. Um, being a two-way deal, that means he's uh, affiliated to our G League team, the Lakeland Magic, and it means that he can only be on the active list for the Orlando Magic for 50 games in the season. That now leaves us with one two-way slot available and a single roster spot to fill. Uh, Josh Robbins in The Athletic anticipates that Orlando will probably leave the final roster spot available in case the opportunity arises for the team to take on an unwanted contract along with a draft pick um, to use the sizable trade exception that we have. I'm sure that we might touch on that in a bit when it comes to uh, the future for the rotations and the like. Mo Bamba turned up at Vegas um, for summer league practice. 
um, not taking part in the games, but he turned up for practice. He was quoted as saying, we got a new coach, new system, new guys, and I just wanted to get well acclimated way before training camp. Um, Wendell Carter Jr. has now also travelled to join him with the team practice. Team members are in attendance in Vegas watching, uh, particularly I saw in game one, uh, Summer League there. Um, and finally, Lakeland Magic have a new coach, Joe Barrera. Joe Barra? Barra? I've got no idea I'm pronouncing <laughs> that one. Any I other attempts? You couldn't find that. Um, he's been promoted from within. He's had four years as the assistant to Stan Heath. So, G, what's a uh, couple of thoughts on the week, mate? Well, I think you've got to look first at the uh, the releasing of Dwayne Bacon. Um, I think that is the right move to make. Um, he came in last year. Um, he did get a lot of stick, but he was a very capable scorer, I thought. Um, but if you keep him on the roster whilst he is cheap, yeah, he's just going to eat up some minutes of you know your young um, guard rotation. Um, and with Cole Anthony, Jalen Suggs, Markel Fultz, um, RJ Hampton and even you know Michael Carter-Williams uh, there's going to be too many bodies and not enough minutes there to go around we need to be you know playing uh, the young guards more than your veterans um, just to develop them so whilst this you know he, he, he was a good servant uh, he came in on the cheap it was probably the right move um, and you'd like to wish him every success yeah. uh, and, it's, and it's, it's sad really to to not have a bacon on the roster now, isn't it? Right. Um, and and for our kid Heather, um, she was really annoyed because she bought the shirt. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. Well, yet again, the bacon, yet again, mate, the bacon curse of buying a team player shirt has worked. Or for some Magic fans, they will consider that that's a good move this time around. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So other than that, you know, I just like the fact that uh, Bamba and Carter Jr. and everybody, you know, it seems are buying in and um, traveling to the Summer League camp in Las Vegas uh, just to just to get a feel and um, get to know everybody, the system, the new coaches. Um, and, and it does really feel like a nice little sort of family, you know, feel to the, the players. Uh, they're all brothers together. You saw that with um, RJ Hampton when uh, and Cole Anthony when Jalen Suggs was drafted. Um, and there's a nice real bond there. Um, and that's good to see because I don't think we've seen that for quite a while now. Um, and it is going to be a long, grueling season. So let's get them in all at once um, and, and see what they can do. Yeah, I agree. Mikey, for you, anything? Uh, yeah, let's talk about Mo Wagner. Um I think we're all pretty pleased to see him back on the roster this season. Somebody who's a good competitor, plays with a bit of a chip on his shoulder. He's got that little bit of edge. He's annoying to play against. Um, he's also only 24. So, again, another young player to add to the group. Um, provides some good depth at the 4-5 position. Um, he only played 11 games towards the end of the season after we picked him up last season. Uh, but in 26 minutes, he averaged 11 and five, uh, shooting 41% from the field, uh, 37% from three on 43 attempts, um, 88, 88% from the line. Um, so, um, yeah, I, I think obviously a key part to him coming back was was drafting Frank, as Paul calls yeah. him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, hopefully that'll help 
him settle into the roster and, and the way Orlando want to play this season. Um, I, I don't think we've seen any details on the contract, but I would imagine it's a near a minimum deal in terms of how much we're paying him. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if the second year is non-guaranteed to try and keep that future flexibility with the cap next season. So, um, yeah, yeah, no, Wagner's definitely a good pickup. Um, he already knows um, some of these players, so he should fit straight in. Um, who haven't we talked about? Iggy. Happy with Iggy? Yeah, absolutely. Getting Iggy with it um, <laughs> on a two-way deal. So, um, yeah. I'm not he, doing a dance for that bit. Oh, mate. We've got to see <laughs> that next week. Um, so, yeah, we, we've already seen Iggy playing in Summer League. He's he's playing pretty well in, in the minutes he's getting. Um, so, yeah, two two good pickups. Um, yeah. I don't think we ever expected the magic to make any significant moves after the, after the draft went down. So um, yeah, I think we can all be pretty pleased. Yeah, I agree. And I'm, I'm just the one thing we haven't touched on there, the, the coaching pickups. I think when you look at the pedigree that the guys have got for the teams that they've worked with, uh, there's the Raptors, there's the Lakers, I think there's uh, Denver, there's certainly Sacramento Kings where been uh, involved in the player development there around uh, Fox and whatever. So uh, I'm I'm happy again at what they've done there. I think that's that's looking good. Whilst there's no names that you look at, they jump out at you. Um, I think it's a good solid set of pickups, and it seems to have been universally well received again. So let's move on. And um, before we do, I apologise to everybody. Shameless plug time. It's uh, something that we do, but as you know, we are affiliated to NBA League Pass, Fanatics and to the NBA Store Europe. So if you are looking to make any purchases, please join their websites by clicking on the affiliate links on our social media pages and website. Also use Magic 10, sorry, Magic UK 10 at the checkout for a 10% discount with Fanatics and the NBA Store Europe, but some exclusions do apply. International shipping is also offered by uh, NBA Europe and Fanatics, I believe. Um, so, if you fancy and say a Lionel Messi Paris Saint Germain shirt, head over to head over to Fanatics, uh, who have a whole host of football team shirts, or for our American friends, uh, soccer, along with the NBA, NFL, NHL, and MLB. And by doing this, it helps us pay for what we do, and we do truly appreciate it. Um, let's move on to summer league. Now, I know you two guys have both been struggling through work to actually have a proper look at the game. So I'm going to test you a little bit here. Um, <laughs> game one. Game one, we uh, opened it up against Gone State Warriors with a 91-89 overtime win. Uh, we saw the debuts of both uh, Jalen Suggs and Franz Wagner getting there. Um, so, G, have you got any great thoughts about the game? Well, yeah, I enjoyed the game. Um, but firstly, for me, you know, the Summer League, the, the result really isn't important. Um, you've got, you know, 15, 20 players or whatever it is, um, all thrown in, uh, not having that much practice together. Um, so you've really got to take it all with a pinch of salt. Um, whilst we saw a great debut from uh, Jalen Suggs with 24 points, nine rebounds, three blocks, two, two steals. Um, and... He had a couple of key plays. Um, I think there was one with um, 50 seconds to go. It was a two-on-one fast break um, that he was defending on, and he put a stop to that, and that might have put Golden State up for good. Um, luckily, uh, we got the stop. Uh, it went to overtime, and we won the game. Um, so he got some decent numbers. Uh, the only thing that was a little bit alarming, but like I said, 
summer league isn't that important. He was a minus 18 on the game uh, when he was in the game. Uh, but that was uh, the only sort of uh, negative, if you want to say, about Suggs's game that uh, in that particular game. Um, then we saw Wagner. He, again, um, wasn't up to speed because, again, you're playing with new players. So his figures were five points on uh, you know, two of, I can't remember what it was, and I was shooting four rebounds, three assists in 28 minutes. He, again, was a minus 14. Um, and, and we did see, you know, Cole Anthony, six points, RJ Hampton, nine points. Um, but I think we were carried by uh, Doughton and Gravit um, in the in the game that managed to get us a W. So whilst we only shot 38%, you've got to remember it's a new system. Uh, nobody's played with one another before. Uh, and you were up against some de- decent opposition uh, with Moses Moody, Kaminga, uh, Gary Payton II, who's uh, renowned as a very good defender. So um, good outing, nice to get the W, but I'm not reading too much into it. Um, and the last point, um, our, our rookie, well, rookie from 2015, I know Mikey's going to come to it in a little bit, but my God, I love him. He is fantastic, his uh, right. teamer. I'm I'm going anyway. I'm gonna have a shameless moment and say that I am so pleased that I mentioned him two weeks ago on the pod as somebody to watch that he was an interesting prospect. So Mikey, game two. Uh the 94-84 loss to the Cavs last night. What were your thoughts on it? I know that you've again, I know you were struggling to see parts of it. Yeah, I've I've been watching it in like 15 minute blocks throughout the day. So I'm I'm kind of a bit all over the place in terms of what happened. I think really um I think we got to a good start um from what I can remember. Um I think we fell in love with the three a little bit too much. Oh yeah. Um yeah. Uh, and to begin with it started it started going down. Hampton hit the first three of the game and and I think they probably settled a little bit too much. Um yeah, and I think in if, I think Cole Anthony's performance maybe in the first two games, he's probably a, a bit of a barometer for the way we played in, in the second game against the Cavs. Very inefficient scoring from the field, um, struggling shooting the ball. Um, I think one of the, thing, well, one of the things um, Jamal Mosley talked about was wanting to play with the pass. And I don't think we've really seen much of that. Um, it seems to be a bit of a let's, let's play one-on-one um, we seem to be forcing things a little bit too much, maybe driving into the lane and ended up yep. with nowhere to go and trying to kick the ball out to, to people that aren't really open. And yeah, there's, there's not much flow to the, to the offense at the moment. Um, and I think that, that told, that told a story really in, in, in the Cavs game. Um, and they got down, I think it was by 17 points, 17, yeah, 16, double, 17 points. Yeah, good solid double digits. Yeah. Um, and they and I think they pulled it back within single digits in the last yeah, like five minutes of, of the fourth quarter, but they were really up against it, especially when Mobley come back in and, and the Cavs starters then. I don't know where you picked up on that section in the third where we we missed multiple drives, missed multiple simple baskets in the third yeah. quarter. And that's where they seem to blow the lead open. Um, I think it yeah. might have been a different game if if we hadn't allowed that lead to develop. But as G said, it's some league. We're not that yeah, worried. So I think so now, I think the other thing with that second game is half time probably come at the wrong time for us because Suggs had that great putback dunk 
with about a yeah. minute to go. I was about Cole to Anthony, mention that, mate. Cole Anthony took the charge up the other end and that sort of fired them up a little bit and gave them a little bit of juice. Um, and then half time come and then they sort of lost that rhythm then. Um, but hey, like I said, the result doesn't matter. It's about getting their feet wet, as Jeff Weltman said, and getting them playing in Jamal's system and yeah, and, and getting them acclimated and feeling comfortable on the floor. That putback slam was beautiful. Yeah. It really was. That was. That was something to get excited about. But, uh, so let's talk about the guy. Let's talk about him, Jalen Suggs. The way too early overreactions so far, guys. As to is he the savior? Is he the st- is he the starting guard? He, Mike, he's he's certainly a, a a foundational piece, isn't he? He does yeah. a, he's he does everything from forget about the stats. It's the hustle. It's throwing himself on the floor. Uh, getting deflections. We saw the the block in, in the uh, first game against the Warriors, um, stealing the ball. He's just everywhere. He just seems to be involved in whenever we're playing well. Um, he can obviously score the ball from all three levels. Um, he can get to the line. He can shoot the three. He can, he can hit that pull-up mid-range. Um, he's a good rebounder for his size. Um Again, I think his assist numbers would be better if we shot the ball a little bit more, uh, a little bit more efficiently. Um, but yeah, the, the kid looks good. Um, He's but a we've strong se- boy. We've seen this in summer league before, so we need to like hold our expectations back a little bit. But um, yeah, it's exciting. You're not prepared. You're not prepared to declare in the. Uh the star that we've been looking for on the saviour of the franchise yet then? Not not yet. Let's <laughs> let's see what, let's see, because we've got to remember, we're going to talk about depth shortly. There's a lot of um, minutes to go around us, uh, the guards on, on the roster. So it depends on how much time these guys are going to get, really. I think it's going to be an important part. Yeah, it's looking good though. So now from Jalen to... Uh, Franz to the uh, after game one the bust of the draft G any thoughts mate oh my god they, they don't <laughs> stop do they they don't stop the kid is 19 years old he's played 50 minutes in the in, in the summer league he's got 10 or 15 points on what 6 of 15 shooting you know oh my god give him a chance um, it's not going to, we're not just going to get amazing overnight. It's going to take time. Chemistry's got to be built. It's like um, us. These, yeah. These play- <laughs> but these players aren't in rhythm either. So they've literally just, you know, he got drafted, what, two weeks ago? And, um, you know, yep. he's only got to know his new teammates. The rest, like I mentioned earlier, of the Summer League roster, he's probably never met. Um, so, you know, end of the day, we said it before. We we trust the front office. The front office targeted him at eight. They were very happy with him at eight. So we've got to trust the front office. And you know he's a key part of the future. They brought him in because they can see what he can do, uh, be it os- offensively or defensively. We've not had a chance to see it because he's played fifty minutes. Um, so my gosh, give him a chance, like isn't it? Um, you know so far he seems to have been very versatile we've seen him do a bit of everything haven't we we've seen him hit a three or two he's he's put a few shots down he's made a couple of assists he's been pretty strong on 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 the defence 
I would classify it as he's, as he's shown potential, but unlike some of the other top picks, he's not had that standout performance. But he's, he's, he appears quite versatile and he's got potential. And that's surely what we want from a rookie, somebody who's got and potential. And he's 19. What was Kobe yep. Bryant doing when he was 19? You know, uh, what was some of the Dirk Nowitzki? He was probably still playing in college somewhere or, you know, in Germany. So the fact he's with an NBA roster, he's going to get better by playing with better players. So uh, let's just give him some time. He's also had Mate, a 19 hours percent. drunk most nights. <laughs> <laughs> he's also had a few possessions defensively where he looked like the part. And I think it was in the first game, he got a couple of calls against him, which I didn't agree with. I think there were a few bailout calls where I thought we played really well defensively. So, yeah, we'll see. And uh, so now let's go on to the next subject of panic. Cole Anthony's shooting. So, G, what's, what's your thoughts on, on that one? Well, again, it's, it's exactly like Wagner, isn't it? Um, Cole Anthony, we've seen what he can do last season. Um, you know, he was averaging, what, 13 points a game. Um, he really stepped into his own the second half of the season. He could shoot the ball well. Uh, he won two games for us at the buzzer. So I'm really not worried that, you know, he shot, what, three of 19 from the field in his first two games. He's probably been off all summer, having a barbecue, having a few beers like, like us. So, you know, it's going to take time to get back into shape. Um and we've said it earlier, Summer League, it really doesn't matter if we win. Um, but but what I'd like to see him do is, if you're having these, you know, down shooting performances, is try and impact the game in other ways. Yeah. You know, try and yeah. stuff the sheet, um, getting rebounds, getting steel, getting your hands in the passing lanes, um, just trying to influence the game in other ways. And then, once you get your confidence back and your rhythm, then the shooting will come because we know he's a capable shooter. So again, really not that bothered about his shooting slump. Um, so let's just, uh, yeah, just move on. I think I've, I've I've been loving the leadership he's been showing. The you know mm. talking to everybody, um, encouraging others, even though he's not necessarily had yeah, and he hasn't had two good games. Let's be honest. Um, but I've just loved that he's. He's not hidden. He's carried on. He's tried to play. Um, it's what it is. I'm really not too worried personally. I, I agree entirely. Hmm. Um, so let's come to uh, the new cult hero that we have, Mr. Tima, um, on the Summer League team. Interesting addition to the uh, squad. And he really has become a cult hero in those two Summer League games. Is he worth a pickup, Mikey? Yes, 100%. <laughs> The La- those Latvian locks, those blonde locks with Love the, the tattoos, and this, and he's he's absolutely ripped, isn't he? He's he's just a absolutely. massive unit. He looks huge out there. Um, no, I I think he's uh, he, he reminds me a little bit. I might get killed for this, but for, for, Ivan Drago. No, well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually going to say Dwayne Bacon. The ball touches his hands. There is no way anybody else is getting a pass from him. He is putting a three up or he's taking a shot. So, but no, he's, um, yeah, I think he could be a good addition to the end of the roster. Um, 
he's 29, so you can look at him as a veteran who he's not an NBA veteran, but he's played a lot overseas and he's got a lot of international experience. So, um, yeah, I, I think he could be a fun addition. I mean, can you imagine this this young group with Robin Lopez, Rolo, <laughs> and Yanis Tima? It's just going to be funny. As <coughs> and, it's a bit yeah. carnage. It's going to be. You just know they'd embrace it. You you can see exactly the type of guys that them pair are. But, um, but I, it's fun. I don't yeah. know if you two would have heard um, Jeff Beltman interviewed during the game, um, and he was praising Giannis for coming over. Um, and but one phrase I picked up on, and I don't know if this is something. And the words were, "Our fans have embraced him clearly. He's a great guy. He's a hard worker. He plays for the team." Even in that, even in the short experience that we've had him with us, sorry, had him meshing with our group, he's a team first guy, so he's lifted everybody up, and I'm really happy that he's able to show himself to the league. Now, is that that we've done him a bit of a favour in bringing him over to let others look at him, as opposed to actually thinking of taking him ourselves? I don't know if I'm reading too much into something that he said in an interview, but it was. Very definite phrasing, able to show himself to the league. You've got a valid point. You've got yeah. a very valid point. I'm not sure. We're, I mean, we've already we're going to touch on it, but I'm not sure we're going to use that 15th roster spot. Mm. And is if you're bringing in, would Timo, take you really way? want him to play, don't you? <laughs> Can you? And would you take him as a two? Would he be? Would he? You know, he's he's been earning good, decent money in Europe. Yeah. Would he want to do a t- take a two way contract? I don't know. Well, if he took a two-way, then, you know, you might get the odd game here and there. And the way he's been performing, albeit in Summer League, um, he, he can be a contributor. He reminds me of, um, dare I say it, like the Morris Twins. I don't like the Morris Twins, but they come no, in, really? they, do their, they do their job, they hit the, hit the odd three, and, you know, they stand tall. Um, and I think championship teams need those kind of players. Um, and for me, he fits that kind of mould. So even if we bring him in, you know, sign him, there might be some with an asset for him down the line if we don't keep him. So, um, no, I, I like him. I'd give him a chance. I'd give him that last roster spot myself. It's, it certainly feels like they're showcasing him to everybody, I'm yeah. not sure it's necessarily set in stone. Say, I, you know what I'm like. You know what I'm like with with words. Uh, I listen to what people say, and it's it was just that phrase, able to show himself to the league, that I picked up on. I, I rewound it several times on the on the broadcast last night. Well, when I watched the second that bit this morning, and it just it just rang with me, and I'm I don't know, I don't know. Anyway, let's move on. So, uh, new weekly feature. Ref rant where Garant gets to uh, breathe fire at the consistently inconsistent officiating calls. So, gee, um, last night was potentially your first opportunity of the season with the uh, contact that uh, Cole and Jalen were receiving and the subsequent technicals from it. Did you have any opinions on it, mate? Do you want to well, breathe a bit of fire? Well, funny enough, I haven't had a chance to watch last night's game because um, I've had a Good very job, mate. Otherwise, you have a full rant. Yeah, so I'll be watching it later on now. Um, I know, obviously know the score and everything, but no, I haven't seen it as yet. So um, was it Mark Davis by any chance or was it no. a summer league official? You're not, not going to like him. 
No, you, you, he's not going to be your favourite ref, mate. Because we, uh, there's the the technical on Jalen was for him illustrating the contact that he'd been having. Unfortunately, he was showing the referee, but I actually actually taking hold the, the referees. Referee. Yeah, got hold of the referee, and he got a technical for it. But it was quite clear oh, that he God. was illustrating that this is what's been happening to me constantly. So the yeah. ref, oh, you're having one. No. Should have told the referee to go to spectators, I think. <laughs> Mate, it'll be a regular put it this way. I do think we'll be having it as a feature. I think okay. I think Cole's tech, I think he had a he had a good shout on that because Mobley, oh, Mobley just he, ran over him. Like he got nailed, didn't he? He got absolutely nailed. And I, I honestly he deserves a tech for that. And so, and his and his and his reaction like, yeah, that yeah. came you, you didn't have any doubt. Um, the, and the and the audio came across as to what he actually said on the on the broadcast as well. It is was it, that loud. Is it repeatable? Not on this pod. <laughs> <laughs> Not unless we're changing policy. But he was right. <laughs> Cole was right. He got absolutely run over by by Mobley. But there we go. It happens. Yeah. Anyway, so now let's move on to the depth chart time, and uh, let's go for it, Mikey. Who are you going for as your starting five? And you can I don't mind whether you're whether you're assuming. Obviously, we've had this sort of indication that JI and Markel are both close. Okay. So you can do it as you want. You can either well, do it with them fit or without. Well, well before choice. I tell you what we're gonna do, a couple of it was about a week ago, I posted <laughs> a rough depth chart on Twitter, and some people absolutely killed it. And I'm thinking I, I I'll go through why I put what I put. Um, but I had Harris above Suggs, and I'll talk about that why in a minute. But um, now John Hammond came out last week and said there's a very good possibility Fultz is going to be ready for the beginning of the season. So if that's the case, Fultz is your starter. I would also start Suggs and Harris alongside J.I. and Wendell. Now, if Fultz isn't healthy you would start Suggs, Harris, and I'd slide a Kiki in at three. That would be okay. my starting five. G? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'd go with it. Well, like you said, if Fultz and J.I. Um, are fit and healthy, then they're absolutely in the team. No no, sec- no second guessing. So, um, Harris is a tough one, isn't it? We haven't seen that much of him. But I get what Mikey says. You know, he's got that veteran kind of leadership. Um, but for me, I'd like to just give Suggs the keys and just let him run and just see what he's all about. So for me, I would go Fultz at the one, Suggs at the two, Okiki at the three, uh, primarily for his defence, um, Isaac at the four, and Carter Jr. at the five. I feel that having the forward positions locked down with Okiki and Isaac uh be very reliable on defence um, and then Fultz and Suggs see what they can do Carter Jr. can do a bit of everything um, so yeah that's my five I'm, I'm tempted by Fultz and Cole Markel and Cole Anthony um, and letting Jalen Suggs and RJ come off the bench together um, I'm also quite tempted by Tuma playing the four off the bench so he comes in to mm-hmm. take over for J.I. so I, I, I'm, I, I've 
edited this so many times. I'm really undecided on this. But, but my last one before we came on was I'd gone Fultz, Cole Anthony, Gary Harris, J.I. and Wendell Carter Jr. as the starter with then Jalen Suggs, RJ, Terrence Ross, Tumor and Mo coming off the bench. But I, I think that you look at this, there's so much interchangeable that we you can really experiment and pl- mix, mix things up nicely. I'm sure that we're going to see Jalen uh, Suggs and Cole playing together in the league. Hmm. It's think, really quite interesting. I think you you have to find a way of starting Suggs. Now, on my depth chart I put on our Twitter account, I actually had at the two guard, Harris starting with Suggs not coming oh, coming off the bench, but it doesn't mean that you don't give Suggs starters minutes. You just bring... Yeah. I think, for me, that you've got... Ter- now, this is this is whether we make a trade or not before the start of the season. And that Absolutely. That this, is, this is on what we have today in, on the 12th of August. But, but to me, we've got two veterans who are more than likely going to be part of a, of a rotation. One of them is Gary Harris, who's a legit starting two guard, and Terence Ross. So yep. to me, you want a veteran with who, whichever group you've got on the floor all the time. Mm-hmm. So for me, that's why I would start Harris at the two or three. You can, it, it, again, it's interchangeable. Ross is obviously better coming off the bench. But for me, I think you've got to start Harris whether that's next to Fultz and Suggs um, or next to Suggs if Fultz isn't healthy. But I think it's important that you've got one or two of those on the floor for most of the time. I am literally with mine. I am 50-50 as to whether it's Cole coming on as a starter or whether it's Suggs coming on. It's one of those two that's sliding in and out. And who do we think is getting minutes then? Besides that, obviously, Franz going to see some minutes I think mm-hmm. we'll see Robin Lopez and James Ennis Michael Carter-Williams get minutes as, as kind of your more experienced players just to assist along Ennis isn't signed is he at the moment he's a free is agent no I no. apologise no no so I got so my bench then just going back to my rotation I got Bamber at the five obviously yep. mm-hmm. um, I got Franz Wagner at the four but of course you've got his brother as a third string then as power forward. I had Ross as a small forward. And then I had Hampton and Harris as an interchangeable two guards with Anthony at the one. But then that leaves, you know, Michael Carter-Williams, Mo Wagner and Lopez as the third string. So whilst there's there's a lot of offence on my bench, there isn't that much defence. So I'm just looking at it now thinking, oh, Kiki might be better in, in the second unit. So, Coach Mosey's got a job on his hands just trying to get that rotation right because I'm just looking at my bench now and it's all offence and very little defence. So, uh, it will be interesting to see what he does. It's, again, there's, everybody's going to have an opinion on it and there's, there's no right and wrong answers because at this point in time, we genuinely do not know who is going to mesh better as from a from a starting point of view, look at look at somebody like Terence Ross. There was people wanted him to start last season, but the, he is a guy who's expressed. I would rather come from the bench, and feels his best game is from the bench. And there are players like that who who would rather have a particular role, um, and we've we've yet to find that out with certain ones. And we don't know how you know you don't know how 
J.I. and Mark Keller are going to come back, how fit they are going to be to start with, and what there's going to be minutes restrictions surely around them. Well, at the moment, you can look at the depths and think, well, there's a possible 11 man rotation there. Yeah. When you look at Fultz, Cole, Hampton, Suggs, Harris, Okiki, Ross, Isaac, Frank, Carter Jr., and Bamba. <laughs> yeah. So you've, you've got to find play. I think. Harris is for me, Harris has gone by the deadline regardless because you need to get something for him on an expiring deal. So moving him then frees up a little bit more playing time at the guard position with Hampton, Suggs, Cole and Fault. So you can see a, a regular rotation there with those four. Um, and then obviously, don't forget Michael Carter Williams either, mate. But he, yeah. he's, he's your backup yeah. though, isn't it? I, I don't, yeah. I don't foresee him playing unless you start picking up a few injuries and you need somebody because he can play the one, two or the three, can't he with his size defensively? Yeah. So, um, so it, yeah. They're going to be the games that he gets minutes where we need a strong defensive presence just to either hold what we've got or stop the bleeding. Yeah. But so when we play Miami and Kyle Lowry. Yeah. <laughs> well, that won't stop the bleeding then for Michael, will it? <laughs> MCW against Lowry. No chance. So, so for me, I would go Fault, Suggs, Harris, Isaac, and Carter Jr. starting. That would be my five. Yeah, I'd be happy with that. No, solid. With that. Solid. So, what do we think around this? Uh, these two roster spots that we've got, we've obviously got the two way left, um, which last season was at the end of the season was uh, Sidarius Thornwell had got one of those, and Jason Randall. Do you got the other? Was it Randall? I was he signed? I think it was. Was it Bristikas? I can't remember. I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember which one had got the other two-way spot. Um, so I anticipate that we will fit somebody into that role. Mm. I anticipate that somebody will come from there. What do you think about the uh, the the open roster spot that we have uh, the, and the use of the trade exception, taking on a contract, perhaps? Yeah, it's certainly something we we can do um, in order to gain assets, you know, as a salary dump for somebody else. Um, whether they stay on the roster, depending on who it is, who it is then remains to be seen. Um, I'd like us to try and get somebody who can be developed and help us. Um, you know, we, we mentioned Tima um, earlier. I'd like him to, to get a spot, be it the two-way contract, or if it's just a, a normal roster spot, that'd be great. But it's just looking at the uh, free agents out there, um, slim pickings, really. Whilst we love JJ Reddick back, we've touched upon this before, it's probably not happening. He's probably going to Brooklyn, uh, where his wife and his children reside. Um, Joining Coach Clifford. Yeah, I know. I know. But having a look at some of the others, potentially, I don't know, Stanley Johnson, Isaac Bonga. Um, we've touched upon James Ennis is a is a free agent. He'd be a good bet. Mm -hmm. um, tackle falls there, but we we're, we're locked in at centre. But you know who don't like who doesn't love tackle time? So uh, I don't know. I don't know. Let the front office sort it out. Yeah, that's what they get to pay the big bucks for. Mikey, yeah. any opinion on that? Or you, you agree um, with G there? I, yeah, I, agree. I think leave that roster spot as it is and, and see what happens um, up until the deadline and see if we can absorb something in with that trade exception. Um, 
if they are going to fill it, I'm more than happy if they bring back James Ennis. Um, I think he'd be another very good veteran who who's played well with us since we acquired him. So um, yeah, I'd be happy with either that either of those sort of scenarios playing out really. But it doesn't really matter. Look, we've got the young core already in place. We just need to find them as many minutes as we possibly can and yeah, put them I, in a think, good position to win. I think we all feel that it's a, a season of development. Um, the more it'd be nice to see games won, like we said, but for us this season, it's not necessarily the be all and end all. It's more about the development of the players yeah. and the, the that, that word identity is used an awful lot, but it's forming that team identity. I don't remember what podcast I, I was listening to this week. It might have been the Sixth Man Show, or yeah. but, but one of them. They they basically said uh, this season that the best possible scenario is playing meaningful games as late into the season as we possibly yeah. can. So if we're playing for that tenth spot in the playing tournament, whether we miss out on it or not, at least getting the young guys meaningful games and meaningful minutes and being competitive, I think that can only be a good thing. We don't we don't want to lose. We don't want a 15, 20, 20 win no. season, do we? And and end up feeling, I don't know, a bit flat about what we've got on this roster because that's what's going to happen if we don't win many games this season. So I agree. You have to go out and try and win as many games as you can, but the situation with the roster, that's not likely going to happen. But yeah, playing meaningful games as late as you can, I think is a good thing. I think this is one, one of those subjects that we would genuinely love to hear anybody's opinion on because it's, you know, stick, you, stick your comments on Twitter, stick your comments on, on the on the podcast links at the at the end. We'd, we'd, we'd love to know what your opinions are on it because it's, it's a really interesting question. Um, and I think if we if we get one or two, we can sort of uh, alert to it next time around when uh, when we do another pod as to what people's thoughts were, and uh, it'd be interesting. So anyway, guys, thank you for your company as always, and to everybody out there, thank you for watching and listening. Please subscribe to the podcast and hit the notification button so as not to miss any future episodes. If you haven't done already, check out the previous episode where we were joined by Magic Legend. Daryl Armstrong for a really, really interesting conversation. Uh, I think it's been one of our favourite episodes that we've ever done. Um, and you can find all the links in the podcast description and also the links on our website at orlandomagicuk.com. Uh, as I said, leave your comments and questions. We love hearing from everyone. Uh, and if you aren't already doing so, make sure that you follow us on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. All are at Orlando Magic UK. So from Mikey, Grant and myself, Before we go, until Paul, next time. Go on, mate. Go on. Have a good holiday, G. Have a, oh, good, have, have a good week away. You see, you stole it. You, little, <laughs> you dived in there. You dived in there. It was going to be go magic and have a good holiday, G. Outrageous. You I stole just, me. I just had me, to me steal line it. at the end there. Outrageous, <laughs> mate. Sorry, Paul. <laughs> no, thank it. you, boys. Enjoy but, uh, it, it is actually, we don't actually know when we know it's recording one day, do we? Because we haven't uh, we've got scheduling conflicts as a result. We, we do. We'll let everybody know. Yeah, we will. We'll be on there. We'll be on there. So you won't miss us for too long. So until next time, everyone, go magic.